My name is B. King, and you are now listening to the Life, Faith, and Mental Health Podcast. This is the place where we specialize in reconciling the pieces that make you whole. Now, before we jump into today's topic, please note that this podcast is not designed to be a substitute for professional counseling. For more information on how you can get connected to a counselor, please visit imaginationbeautiful.com. Hey, saints. How y'all doing? Y'all all right? Well, amen. Amen. And if you are not all right... I hope that this episode helps you to work through some things because that's why we're here, right? That's why we're here to help you work through some things, okay? Now, before we get started, y'all know that it is customary that I always like to say thank you so much for taking the time to kick it with your girl right here at the Life, Faith, and Mental Health Podcast. Now, y'all already know I am always so appreciative of your support and am super grateful for the opportunity to share just a little bit, just a little bit of my heart with you through this platform. I would also like to say that I got a few announcements. I have, you know what I'm saying? Just a few announcements for you today. Is that all right? Mm-hmm. Well, first up, this one is for the ladies. If you do not already know this, I have started a women's community by the name of Girls Night. Once a month, we get together, we kick it, meet new people, make friends, support each other. I mean, the whole whole nine yards, okay? And then I typically teach on a special topic of the month. I announce that topic via our weekly newsletter. Um, It's totally virtual for right now. Y'all know Corona's still out here in the screen but I'm going to leave that where it's at. I'm going to leave that where it's at. I said what I said. (laughs) Um, It is completely free. And I want to see you there. I want you to pull up. I want you to come on through. We just recently celebrated our one year, which was so much fun. We did like a little virtual games night. It was lit. Um, The people that hosted the game night for us were so amazing. And yeah. If you are looking, they didn't even ask me to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway, because that's just how good they are. If you are looking for a game night uh, for the virtual saints, I want you to go on the gram and search virtual game nights. That's it. Just virtual game nights. Hit them up. Super professional, super easy to work with. And we had a good time. It was a great way to celebrate the one year. So I'm forever grateful for that experience working with them. So it's super simple. The way that you can join and be a part, I want you to go to my website, www.imaginationbeautiful.com, click the girls night tab and sign up to receive the weekly newsletter. It'll add you to the listserv. And that's where, honey, you can get all the tea, honey, all the tea, the T-E-A about what's going on down to the girls night with B. King. Now, I got one more announcement. Y'all know, y'all know your girl, your girl used to do announcements. So here we are doing them again on the podcast. And this one is super special to my sweet little heart because we are officially, if you're listening to this episode at the time that it is released, 
We are officially one episode away from wrapping up season one. So I kind of made the decision, you know, 25 episodes felt like a good number, you know, for a season. And so, y'all, this is episode 24. (laughs) I'm so excited. And it's crazy because God's timing is legit so perfect. Like, your girl is literally smack, I mean, smack dab in the middle of one of the biggest transitions in my life to date. Like, to date. I don't, I don't know that it could get any bigger other than like marriage or a whole kid. Like that's where we at out here in these streets. I will share more later. Some of y'all already know what's about to go down and I am so excited. And, um, it's crazy that like, it truly is like the turning of a page. It's like season one is wrapping up. I got this big transition going on and all this other stuff that's happening. And it's just like this full turning of a page. And I want you to be there for every step of the way. Okay. I want you there for every single step of the way. So if you are listening to this at the time that it is released on Monday, August 30th, we will be back with season two of the life, faith and mental health podcast. Monday, August 30th. So make sure that you subscribe. Tell your mom and them, take some time to get caught up. If you're not listening to this at the time that it's, you know, I guess released or whatever, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what episode we might be on at this point, but welcome. Thank you for joining us. And just know that we are having this conversation in the middle of a huge transition. And I pray that it helps you and blesses you. So that has concluded the announcement portion of service. the announcement portion of service yes honey yes the full-on announcement portion of service y'all know i grew up baptist so i have to just sprinkle that on in there whenever i get the opportunity amen anywho on to the topic at hand who told you that now that's the title and i chose it for a very simple reason And that is because I think that through the course of season one, y'all have given me some really, really great feedback. And for that, I am forever grateful. Let me just be very clear. And I believe that through that feedback, something that is told me is that we've covered some really valuable information, some things that y'all have found helpful, some things that you have found to challenge you and to force you to really kind of look at your life through a different lens, right? which is amazing. That's why we're here. But the thing that it made me realize is that you can receive the best information in the world. I mean, the best of the best information in the world. But if you are still holding on to a lie, there's no room for it to stick. If you're still holding on to something that's not true, something that we don't know who told you that, then all the information gathering in the world may not necessarily replace that lie until we are bold enough to call it out. And until we are bold enough to acknowledge and own that it is a lie. So that's what I really want to talk about with y'all today because it's time for us to get free. Because some of us are believing stuff and we can't even backtrack and figure out who told us that. 
And for that reason, this is one of those episodes that I really want to encourage you to bookmark whatever that looks and come back to it periodically because the reality is that there are some lies that probably won't even be exposed during your time listening to this. And that is completely okay. Because you see, my prayer is that at the right time, when you're ready and willing to call it out, call it what it is, that God exposes whatever lies that you've been holding on to. And so I'm kind of looking at this episode as a seed and as, um, I guess, a seed that's thought provoking. That's my goal here. A seed that is thought provoking. Um, and so why is it that we kind of need this prayer of like at the right time that it comes out, right? Because the reality is this, y'all. It's very simple. We live in a fallen world. And so this is not the time for you to question or blame yourself as you begin to recognize any lies that perhaps you've been holding on to, right? Because you see, at a very young age, our minds kind of act like a sponge, And they just absorb everything. You know, you've heard people say it. Oh, be careful what you say around these little kids because they, you know, they hear everything or they repeat everything, right? Your mind is just, it's such a sponge and it's just soaking in all these these new and fascinating things about the world around us. And the reality of that is, is that it is not even humanly possible that everything you soaked up was good, that everything I soaked up was good. So just because mama and them said that such and such was normal or such and so did this and that make that, that don't make it true. That don't make this stuff true, nor is it helpful. And you can sense that it's not helpful because I think as you grow, as you take in more information, as you seek to become, you know, the common phrase nowadays is the best version of yourself. But just as you seek to become more of who you already are, right? As you seek to to take in information and knowledge and just continue to get better and stronger in how you show up in life, you're starting to notice some frustration around the same old, same old that mama and them, Pookie and them, and whoever them been doing. And if you're not from the South and you don't know what them means, well, I don't have a clear definition for you either. <laughs> All I know is if it's multiple people, then you call that, let's say it's five people in the room and one person's name is Beverly, right? And you say, well, where's such and so is? She over there with Beverly Neum. You see what I'm saying? The other foe, that's Neum, okay? So I just need you to understand whoever you and Neum may be, okay? Everything that you soaked up in your environment is was not good. I don't care how amazing of a household you came from, just by virtue that we're human. Everything you soaked up wasn't good. And as you're on this journey of growth, you may be beginning to sense some frustration with some things and you begin to wonder, is there something wrong with me? Have I done something wrong? We got to call out the lies that perhaps you've been believing. Because you see, there's, that, 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 there's a lot of hype now around living your best life down in these 2021 streets. 
And that is that is so amazing. It's so awesome. But I think somewhere in there, because calling out lies, doing the hard work, trying to grow into who you are is difficult. And so there's a lot of external things that have began to take place of that. And so I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say, I don't know. I've been really wrestling with myself. Like, B, should you say it? Should you, you going to say that? But your best life is not a Chanel unboxing. Did I say that? I said that. Your best life <laughs> is likely not your Instagrammable moments. I said that. I did. I did. And I know people be coming for the gram and Instagram has its place and its purpose. But the reality is that we are not living full, healthy, healed lives. Your best external life has to only be a reflection of your internal best mind, body, and spirit. And this is where Christians sometimes go wrong and get a little too deep. So allow me to clarify any um, conclusions that have tried to be drawn here in this moment, okay? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a Chanel bag. If you want to send me one, let me know. I'll, I'll give you my office address. How about that? Okay? I don't have no problems with Chanel or none of the people. I don't have any problems with a good Instagrammable moment. I don't have a problem with any external uh, victories, successes, happiness, any of that. I don't have any problem with that. So please don't say that I do because you'd be lying on me. But what I am saying is that a lot of times to avoid dealing with the discomfort of the lies that we've believed, we we use external victories and materials um, or the even the approval of unhealthy people right? To measure our well-being. And I'm here today to tell you that that is the wrong conversion table. Y'all know what a conversion table is. When, when you're trying to measure out your stuff and the recipes say it need to be this and, it, and all you got is something to measure stuff by this, you got to go to the conversion table. If you're trying to figure out how many ounces is in a gallon, you got to pull up the conversion table. You see what I'm saying? And so for some of us, we're trying to look at it, our wellness and our health and our best life and all these things. We're using the wrong conversion table because these external measurements of success and happiness should only be a fruit of what's taking place on the inside. And so that leads me to my first point. How do you measure your overall well-being and where did you get that from? I'm going to say that one more time. I'm going to say that one more time. How do you measure your overall well-being and where did you get that from? You see, you need an understanding of how you're measuring your own well-being because if I just say, here's the standard, right? Uh, here's the metric that, that you need to use for what your well-being is. If you take that and hold it as truth, the problem is that 
one standard will never be 100% right for each individual. Now, when I say when I say one standard, I'm not talking about foundational principles. I'm, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about your belief in Jesus. I'm not talking about, you know, some of these different principles of holiness. Okay. The old saints will say holiness is still right. I'm not, I'm not tap dancing on that. What I'm saying is, is that some people may need to drink a gallon of water a day and some people may need to drink 60 ounces. I don't, I think anything less than 60, you tripping but I'm not your medical doctor. All right. I, I I think that, you know, some people may need to, uh, you know, they got these blood type diets and they got these, um, you know, I don't know how you metabolize diets and they got these, you know, how you do this. And some people need nine hours of sleep, but some people can thrive on seven hours of sleep, right? Like there's different metrics of how you look at your wellness. One person may be dealing with anxiety and need to see an anxiety specialist, where somebody else may be diagnosed with a depression or bipolar disorder or some of these different things. And they need to go see somebody who can help them with their specific issue. So I'm not trying to give one set standard as it relates to that. The foundational principle here is that wellness is important and we need an understanding of how you're measuring your well-being. Because you see, beyond just passing out one particular standard, uh, we should all be evolving and growing in life. Which means that even our even our own individual standards of wellness will continue to transform. So if you're taking care of yourself in 2021 the exact same way that you did in 2011, we're missing something here. We're missing something here. That there's a way that that growth should be taking place that it sounds like it's not right and. Perhaps there are some things, right? Like I've always loved to journal. That's not going to change. Journaling is good for me. It's healthy for me. It works for me. But the way that I show up, my relationship with my journal has evolved. It's absolutely evolved from 10 years ago. So that's what I mean when I say that, you know, one standard won't 100% hit it. Because the reality is that as we grow and evolve, even our own wellness standards should grow and evolve. Some of us are using a warped form of measurement and just have zero insight as to what our personal well-being should be. And the reality is that if you've shown up here to this podcast, that means there's something within you. Uh, perhaps it's your first time you stumbled upon it, you felt curious about it, and something within you says that perhaps I should learn something that could help me better myself, right? Or perhaps you've been listening to the podcast just to show support. Because some of y'all, you know, y'all been holding it down for your girl, right? Perhaps that's why you've shown up here. But I, I want to challenge you to not just go through the motions of life. Allow me to make it very plain. You know, the old saints talk about the Joneses. Everybody want to be, be like the Joneses. Baby, the Joneses ain't got it, okay? And everything that, that, that mama Nim, we've already gone through what Nim means. Everything that mama Nim say is normal is not. It's just not. And guess what? 
I can be, you know, mental health professional. I can read books. I can grow and challenge myself in my life. And there's going to be things that, you know, Lord willing, when I have children, that they're going to challenge me on. Because we don't reach perfection on this side of heaven. And so instead of just going through the motions of life, just going through the rigmarole, we've got to open up our minds to give ourselves the opportunity to grow. Whatever your vision for wellness is, whatever it is that you see yourself attaining when it comes to your hashtag best life, the only thing blocking it is you. The only thing blocking it is you. It's not your circumstance. It's not the lies that somebody else told you. It's not what other people said was normal that you're now starting to realize is not. The very literal only thing blocking it is you. And the problem is that this is how we block it. Let me give you some examples. They have such a nice fill in the blank. So that tells me that they are happy or maybe their hard work is paid off, honey. What was your formula? How did you how, how did you get that? How did you get there? I'm not doing enough because I don't have what such and so has. What's wrong with me in my whole life that I don't have that, that I haven't accomplished that? I should be at this point by now. I should be at that point by now. Baby, who told you that? What about this one? What about this one? What about this one? I ain't done. Well, you know, such and so had this issue and this issue just kind of runs in the family. So it makes sense that I'm dealing with this. Who told you that? I know you probably have heard this statement before, but allow me to say it again. I don't care what runs in my family. It runs out with me. You know, you know, this ain't on my notes. This ain't on my notes. But I want you to just grab your chest. And I want you to get in your mind whatever the it is. Whatever the struggle your family has had for decades, for generations. Whatever the health situation that your family has gone through and you've been going to doctors to get tested to see if it's hit you yet. Whatever, whatever the it may be, if, if nobody's ever had a successful marriage, if everybody's been divorced, if, if everybody has been in abusive situations, whatever the situation may be, and this is no shade to their struggles. This is no shade to mom and them's situation and struggles. This is no shade to auntie and cousin and whoever struggles. But we're going to make a decision today with your hand on your chest. Whatever the it is, it runs out with me. It runs out with me. Whew, don't that feel good? Don't that feel good to just think about whatever, whatever those things are that's been holding you and to just speak life into it? To just kind of make a different decision right here in the here and now. And I know you may have heard that statement before, but today I challenge you to believe it. 
I want you to believe that it runs out with you because a lot of us are secretly terrified waiting on our turn of events to mimic whatever it is that you grew up seeing to mimic whatever it is that you've been afraid of, to mimic the the, the failures and the disappointments that, that you've been secretly and, and passively creating in your life simply because you're so afraid. And this is why we have to take time to ask ourselves questions and to answer them honestly. Because the answers to these questions, the answer to a question like my first point, how do you measure your overall well-being and where did you get that from? The answer to that question just might unlock the door to show what's been actually dictating your life. Now, I know what I already know. I already know what some of y'all might be thinking, okay? Because anytime I pose a question, there, there is a very consistent follow-up to that question. How? How? How do I take this information and apply it? So you may be thinking, all right, B, I didn't held my hand up to my chest. I didn't said it runs out with me. I didn't recognize what the it is. I already knew what the it was. And let me tell you something. I love it when people ask me how. Because it tells me a couple of things. One of them being that there's a block somewhere that told you that it's a nice idea, this new information, whatever it may be, but there's something standing in the way of getting from where I am right now to wherever it is this information is suggesting I can be. The question of how also tells me that you 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 got some some willingness in there you got a little willing spirit because you're curious the information has kind of struck a sense of curiosity in you so i recognize that i I don't really know how to get from here to there but i want to know if you can share that with me right and so you want to hear what are your options to eliminating these barriers and so i want to share with you the how Before you get stuck, before you start that downward spiral of all the reasons why you can't, something that is is very important and which leads me to my second point is that the way that you measure your overall well-being requires a few things, reflection, accountability, and honesty. The way that you measure your overall well-being requires reflection, accountability, and honesty. Reflection meaning that you actually take the time, right, for yourself to sit down and evaluate what it means for you to live well and to be well. What are your thoughts on this? And how are things currently going in this area, right? One thing that is very important to me, I'll give you an example, is waking up early in the morning. Now, this is a very simple example, okay? But in full transparency, if if your girl don't wake up with enough time to like relax in the morning and I only have enough time to like roll out of the bed and rush to get ready, 
I'm disgusted. I'm sick of it. I'm I am completely and thoroughly disappointed with life. <laughs> it's just not my jam. It's just not my jam. But the problem is, I'm both a night owl and an early bird. So what do you do with that? Your girl can lit. I mean, literally, I can go to bed at two a.m. y'all, and wake up at six a.m. feeling like new money. I mean, crisp. I'm talking them crisp dollar bills. Okay. But that's only going to last for a little while. So I can do that for a little bit, for a little bit. But there's a crash coming. Either there's a crash coming or I'm going to have to take a real long adult nap on on the weekend. It's one of the two. And so what I realize is that for the long term is that, yes, that works. uh, But it's not healthy, right? It's not sustainable uh, for my overall well-being. So I may like something, but does it meet the larger agenda, right? And what I have to ask myself is what is going to yield the greatest benefit and actually be in alignment with my long-term goals? Is it going to bed at two or waking up at six? Well, saints, now saints, that's likely not a difficult question to answer. Let's just all be honest. We know going to bed at 2 a.m. is unacceptable behavior, okay? So this is where accountability and honesty come into play. Because if I truly believe this, right, what I just said, then I should probably tell somebody. I should probably be honest with me first, which I just was. We know 2 a.m. ain't going to keep on working. And I need to be honest with somebody else so that they can hold me accountable to doing what I believe is right. And a lot of times we don't reach our wellness goals because we don't want to be held accountable. We don't reach our wellness goals because we're terrified to be honest about the areas where perhaps we aren't excelling right now. But we need to be honest about both where we're excelling and what we're willing or need to sacrifice in order to get where it is that we're trying to go. So here's where the lies start to come in, right? You may have heard people say things growing up like, child, I don't get that much sleep. It ain't no big deal. Uh, Money don't sleep. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Money don't sleep, baby. So um, it is what it is. Or people struggle with sleep all the time. That's normal, right? Like, no, this is not a struggle. This is a discipline problem. Okay, go to bed. You see what I'm saying? Uh, What what are some other lies that's out there? Oh, mm, child. This one is my favorite. You single? You all not be tired? You ain't got nothing to do? Oh, no, you didn't. No, you didn't reach your little fingers down in my planner and try to tell me what I got going on. You see what I'm saying? People just be out here making up stuff. And then sometimes, and then sometimes we lie to ourselves. And it may sound like, well, I tried that before. I tried to have a sleep schedule before, but I failed at it. So why even bother? Or I want to accomplish all these things, but I mean, I haven't done it yet. So how do I know I'm even going to be able to make it happen? Right? Like pick a lie. Pick a lie, any lie. I mean, they can just be so abundant and they can just come like in droves, it seems, right? And in this example, I use something simple, sleep. You know, I mean, 
I mean, sleep can be very complicated and complex, don't get me wrong. But for this example, it's a pretty easy fix. So we can, you know, we can kiki-ki about that. We can move on. But I really want you to make the correlation. What would be different in my life if I believe the lie? How would my life be different if I believe some of those lies that I listed out, right? I believe that somebody said I shouldn't be tired. I don't need to be worried about my sleep or it's normal for people not to get that much sleep or baby money don't sleep. You need to stay up. Like I would be miserable. I would be miserable. And on top of being miserable, I may even feel crazy or out of sorts or out of place to even consider trying something different. Even if I genuinely believe that it was better. And that's where getting stuck comes to play because you got all these alternating voices and, and alternating thoughts telling you what you ought to do, what you should do, what you can't do, what you might do. And you know, in your heart of hearts, what's right, what's better to do. And this sense of, am I wrong for trying something different is, is literally what holds you back. Different is not bad and growth is not crazy. Can I say it one more time for the people in the back? Different is not bad and growth is not crazy. We have got to stop stunting our own growth in attempts to fit the narrative given to us by people who were unhealthy themselves. I'm not suggesting that you become judgmental of other people's level of health, right? But at a very basic level, a lot of times we know right from wrong. We can sense that we're we're, we're stuck and something within us wants to grow and mature and, and do more and be more. But we're trapped in what they said. We're trapped in these worries and these fears and these lies that we've picked up along our journey through life. And, th and there's a certain level of self-confidence that you need to overcome the lies. Which leads me to my third and final point. You, yes you, yes you, are worthy of wellness. Once you've asked yourself, how do I measure my overall well-being and where did I get that from? And then you've taken some time for reflection. You've sought out accountability. You've taken the brave and bold step to, to be honest about where you are and honest about where you need to be. That, my friend, is the making of a life well-lived. And you already have what you need to start. You just got to ask yourself that question and answer it. And nine times out of 10, you already know what you need. You already know. And there's nothing, nothing, nothing external that can cover up a broken and unhealthy emotional or physical state. So I want to encourage you with your newfound confidence to do the hard work. 
do the hard work. It's time to roll up our sleeves, get into the trenches of our thoughts and beliefs, and daily plant the seeds of recognizing and owning our worth. Say it with me. Say it with me now. I am worthy of wellness. One more time for the people in the back. Is that all right? I am worthy of wellness. Yes, you are. Don't that feel good? I hope y'all walk away from this episode feeling a little bit better. Feeling like you can run on. You know? That's how the old saints were saying. I could run on. You know? Every single lie that's been holding you back, no matter where it came from, it's got to go. So no matter who told you that, from this moment forward, those words no longer have to hold you back another moment. Amen. Amen. Now, next week, I'm super excited about because, as I mentioned in the beginning, we're going to be wrapping up season one. And we're going to be talking all about this concept of grow as you move. So, this week, after today's talk, right, I want you to take one step, no matter how small, in the direction of your own wellness. Your challenge of the week is to get moving in the smallest of ways, because let, because let me let me let you in on a little something, something, if you didn't already know. The law of motion is simple. An object in motion stays in motion. And so now that we've given you something to reflect on, you know your worth, right? You can defeat every single lie that's been holding you back and get moving and next week we're gonna talk all about what it looks like to grow as you move so please don't forget honey to like subscribe comment you know all the things and know that you are worthy of wellness See y'all next week. See y'all next week. Well, I won't see y'all, you know, because it's a podcast. But I'm going to holler at y'all next week.